0: how's everybody doing welcome to episode two of the throw it deep podcast with michael and andrew we're sitting here it's january 2nd 2021 happy new year to everyone and so we're
1: sitting here the day after the playoff two interesting games one interesting game
0: yeah you could you could make the argument there were zero interesting games yeah in, i
1: mean well you well
0: in terms of uh straight excitement of the games but
1: what the outcome of our second game uh, was uh very interesting. I think the two of us thought that there were going to be two boring football games on January 1st and there was one that went the way I think everybody thought and then one that went the way that I don't think a lot of people thought would have.
0: Well, went. we'll stop being so vague here and get right
1: into yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Ohio State takes down Clemson 49 to
1: 28. I don't think a whole lot of people saw this one coming. I know I didn't see this one coming. I absolutely did not see this one coming. I mean, we saw Here's the thing. I mean, the two of us kind of Poo-pooed Ohio State and Justin Fields during the last show, and it's not like it was without reason. I mean, they played six games this year. They struggled with with the two teams, their two opponents that had really any recognition in Indiana and Northwestern, and let's be honest, Indiana and Northwestern are not Clemson, and the, the... you could—it's not even an argument. The best game that Ohio State played was last night. The best game that Justin Fields played was last night.
0: Yeah, I think you probably could have polled anyone, any college football fan who doesn't root for Ohio State, and told them there's going to be a blowout tonight. They would have said Clemson. Yeah, it's going to be Clemson. I
1: don't know. I—I I, I was just surprised by the fact that whenever we saw someone give Justin Fields pressure, it was—it was a nightmare for him, and all all year long. I mean, the Indiana game was. Northwestern more than anything. They had to go to sermon that entire game, and let's not be let's not lie to ourselves. They went to sermon to start their offense a lot last night too.
0: Yeah, I mean we uh, we we definitely gave Fields a fair share of criticism on the last show. Uh, I I don't think he he answered. I mean he answered yeah, the he, bell. Yeah, he had he a he, he, he had a awesome fantastic game. I My, think if,
1: you, if if the if the stadiums were switched, we might have been worried that in Jerry World. Some of those Justin Fields bombs might have hit that uh, scoreboard up there because he was throwing the ball deep and high. They were like punts, but they were perfect.
0: He was uh, on the number, and he was not well. I, I mean, I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know if he was selling the injury a little bit, but he took a, uh, a hit th- to the rib back area from James Skalski, uh, Clemson linebacker, a team captain who actually was suspended for targeting in last year's last year, national yeah. championship. So he comes back. He finally gets back to the playoff. And I believe that was going to be his last career game as, yeah, as he's, a Clemson Tiger. Yeah, he's a senior. And, you know, that's a disappointing—you know, say what you want about the call. I By guess, rule, that is targeting. I guess he led with the crown of his helmet. I mean, he,
1: he absolutely did lead with the crown of his helmet. I think there needs to be something to be said that's like, okay, targeting, maybe let's put it into two things. If you're leading with the crown of your helmet, hitting, hitting the head of another player, aiming high— you gotta go. We gotta get that stuff out of this game. But at the same time, it's not like he was aiming high. He did leave with the crown of his helmet. It I don't was think.
0: It, there was no malintent behind the hit. He was trying to make a tackle.
1: He was trying to make a tackle. He, he wasn't
0: trying to hurt him. I, I, it was not There was no head to head contact. Uh, I mean, this is a call that's going to be talked about for a long time to come. But. I guess by rule you could say it was probably it, the right call. It, I mean, by a, rule
1: he led with the crown of his helmet. I,
0: I think they probably need to need to take a look at the targeting rule in the off season. Absolutely. And I, think, I think they probably will after this. But regardless, Field gets hurt and comes I thought out. he was done. I it. I thought he was done. He he was. He looked. He looked to be in some serious pain, yeah. and I don't doubt he played through some pain. I, I don't know though. That's a lot of adrenaline the, going. The way on the way he was throwing throwing the ball, I I don't know how. How hurt he really was. That might be
1: adrenaline. Just like I gotta push. I gotta push, and he did. And they looked really, really good. Chris Olave was awesome for them. Six catches,
0: 132 yards, two touchdowns. Another big sermon game. Another huge game for Sermon. Sermon. 31 carries, 193 yards, and a touchdown. And he he, and he kind of the. I mean, you look at if you're just looking at the stat sheet, you're gonna think that Justin Fields won them this game. I mean, he had 385 yards. He threw six Six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. But. That offense ran through Trey Sermon last night.
1: Absolutely. That's what I was saying earlier. They started to get going cuz in the beginning of the game Clemson drives downfield. I believe Ohio State scored right after that, but then when their offense really got going was when they gave the ball to Trey Sermon and I was saying like the first hey,
0: quarter was uh was very even. It was 14-14 after hey, one and hey, then I, it looks like Ohio State outscored them 21-nothing. The 21-nothing in the second quarter.
1: And the game was really over at that point. I mean, if it wasn't for that interception in the end zone that Fields threw as probably one of his only bad throws of the game. Yeah. Uh, that and it was bad. It was. It yeah. was bad. He kind of hucked
0: it up into triple coverage. Actually, it did get tipped at the line of scrimmage, but he hucked it up into triple coverage. Yeah. Triple coverage, I don't. I think it was getting picked regardless. But
1: this is the best we saw of Justin Fields all year by a mile.
0: I mean, Ohio State pretty firmly proved that
1: they did Definitely they belong. belong. They belong. <laughs> they are definitely, belong definitely belong not the 11th best team in the country.
0: Yeah. So Dabo, <laughs> Dabo. Was, Dabo was asked about that after the game whether he regrets ranking Clem or ranking Ohio State 11th in his final coaches poll, and he said no. He, he said no. I don't regret that. I and he to, to his credit, he did say before the game when he was asked about it, I think Ohio State can beat us. I think Ohio State's good enough to win this whole thing, but I'm not going to put a team who played six games in my top 10.
1: Which you it's, know, it's fair. I mean, a, a lot of people really hate it, myself included. I don't think rules need to... I mean, it's it's so weird, though. This year, there's so many things that are just different that we we can't... You know, there were so many games that got canceled. I think mean, they had three games canceled because of COVID. So, it's not their fault that they played six games, but they played six games. I mean, clearly, they're one of the four best teams. Clearly, the they're probably one of the two best teams. Cle- in college, clearly, football. clearly,
0: they're, they're probably the
1: a top-two team
0: in college football. It's it's hard to take anything away from them after that. It's sh- You know, was it... I heard all season, oh, they've only played six games. Not all season, all the past couple weeks. Yeah. They've only played six games. Is that going to hurt them? Is that is that going to... The fact that they had didn't get a chance to work out the kinks against some, some bad non-conference opponents. Not that anyone did, but again, Alabama got to play ten games. Yeah, as the well SEC as, got a full schedule. As well as Clemson. But, at the same time... I mean, I, I think it probably worked to their benefit, if if anything. Some
1: rest, I guess.
0: They looked like a team last night who showed up well-rested, ready to play. And that, and it's not to With say— With
1: a point to prove. It's not to say that Clemson didn't. It's just— uh, Clemson in the second half really disappointed me. I
0: don't know. I, can I think s- their
1: offensive line— I hate. Them. I mean, I'm not in their locker room. I don't know these guys, but they look like they gave up last night, especially in the fourth quarter. I mean, every single play, Ohio State brought the house, and they had no answer for it. I
0: mean, it's ironic because last year was kind of the year for Ohio State to have that ridiculous front seven and right. just dominate teams. Chase Young domin- dominate teams defensively. Yeah, Chase Young especially, and it seems like they're as strong as ever on on the front seven.
1: Yeah. Um, their offense looked incredible too, and that's something I mean I don't know if we're done talking about this, but just to segue into, you know, the national championship, it's something to worry about as a Alabama fan.
0: Yeah, we haven't quite gotten to the uh to the fan perspective of it, but uh as as an Alabama fan last night had me nervous. And that's not to say I wasn't gonna be nervous if Clemson won, because you, I mean, I think I said it on the last show. I think there, I, I thought there was a pretty good chance that Clemson was going to beat Ohio State and then beat us. But I, I kind of feel the same way. I, I just think I had it wrong. Which uh, between Ohio State and Clemson, which team was the second best team in the country? And I don't know. Ohio
1: State, Alabama doesn't have the defense they used to, and obviously, they, they, I mean, they shut down Notre Dame, and that's a whole other thing to talk about how Notre Dame shows up. Yeah, we'll, just... we'll we'll get to the to the yeah. Alabama Notre Dame game. Alabama's defense isn't what it was in the past, and Ohio State's offense, Clemson's as well. I mean, th- I mean, I think our whole idea of why Clemson could go in and beat in Alabama was Alabama's defense isn't what it used to be. They got Lawrence. But now it's like, hey, the other guy's got Fields and Sermon and the now, whole rest of the game.
0: Clemson, I think, was exposed on defense last night. They were a I'm lot. They ended up being a lot weaker on defense than I think anyone thought. That's secondary. It definitely didn't help the fact that Skalski uh, was ejected. And it definitely didn't help that their that their star safety Nolan Turner. Yeah, started. He he missed the first half because of a targeting penalty in the ACC championship. That definitely didn't help, but I don't think it made a thirty-five point no, difference. It didn't.
1: It, I, I'm sure it didn't. I mean,
0: Clemson was it, it was shocking to see, to, shocking see to see, bad, see how bad you know, yeah.
1: You look yeah. at. Is this a testament to how bad the ACC is? I
0: don't know. I really don't know because. I mean, do you consider Notre Dame to be an ACC team this year?
1: Notre Dame was an ACC team. I mean, they played an ACC schedule. They played in the ACC championship. They were all but a, but they were an ACC team. No, Notre... I,
0: I don't think Clemson played UNC this year. If I'm not mistaken,
1: I know Notre Dame did. Um, I don't.
0: I don't believe Clemson played them. It's off the top of my head, I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean, Clemson's defense was just exposed last night, and it was so shocking because. You know, you saw them against LSU last last national championship. And you saw what Joe Burrow did to that offense, or did to that defense. And we know that LSU team—that's one of the best offenses in college football history. I don't think anyone was too shocked to see them tear up Clemson. But I, no one, no one thought anybody. of no one thought of this Ohio State team offensively as as this powerhouse that they came out as last night.
1: I think well, the emergence of Trey Sermon again—he did it against Northwestern when they really needed him, and. Yeah, Field struggled big time against Northwest, And that's kind of why we've looked at him and been like, hey, I think this guy is getting a little bit too much praise, and he came out last night. I mean, he, he made the throws
0: he needed to make. He was 22 of 28. Again, we, we we said he had that that one bad pick, I believe, was at the start of the it was second it, half it was right, like, on that it was first like a, drive. Yeah, when they were trying to end it.
1: Pretty much. But, 42 to 14 would have been. I mean, it was a wrap, but yeah.
0: I mean, that's about the only, not about the only, that's the only knock on him from last night. But. I don't know. I mean, we need to start looking at this NFL draft now because if Justin Fields comes out against Alabama...
1: And plays like that or half of that?
0: Anything like that. If Ohio State beats Alabama and Justin Fields plays another great
1: game, you gotta think Joe Douglas is. Uh...
0: I think the Jets are gonna pull the trigger and draft Justin Fields.
1: And as good as Justin Fields may or might be, it's the Jets have so much wrong with this team, and they do have a young, talented. Yeah, yeah quarterback. we were
0: both in agreement on the last show that that would be a mistake.
1: It would be a mistake, and it's nothing. It's at this point, it's not even against Justin Fields as much as it's just like you're just gonna draft the quarterback and put him into a terrible situation.
0: I don't know if you saw last night on online all the all the edits of people putting Justin Fields in a Jaguars uniform.
1: Imagine that. Imagine I, he I, goes out and beats Alabama, and then they get a little overreaction. They I take him, so. and after all the speculation that no, the Jets are are, are they they. Lost <laughs> the Lawrence. Jets end up with Trevor Lawrence Re- anyway? I don't think so. There's no way. There's no way. There's a knock on. I mean, Trevor Lawrence had a good game. 400 passing yards, two touchdowns, one garbage time interception, a couple fumbles, but then again, I brought this point up earlier. His offensive line, like... It looks like they quit. On it's him.
0: terrible, and I, I think one of the most interesting things to look at statistically from last night: Travis Etienne, ten carries, to thirty-two yards, a touchdown. His longest carry was for eight yards. Now you see in both the games that Clemson lost this year, the first time they lost to Notre Dame, or rather the only time they lost to Notre Dame, Etienne struggled big time in both, and it's not necessarily his fault. I think they had glaring problems on the offensive yeah. line, but. That kind of, I think Ohio State kind of took that formula of shut down ETN, and that's not a that's not necessarily a knock on Trevor Lawrence, but I mean you you, you just, make you make
1: their offense one dimensional when
0: they're not ba- when Clemson's not a balanced offense, and not able to not able to move the ball by running it. I mean, they're just not the same.
1: No, and you make them one dimensional, and you force a guy that again has a. I mean, a really crippling offensive line that's not doing him any favors to make I mean, a lot I, of throws and it's under not like a lot of pressure
0: it's not like they got shut out they put up 28 points but and then again against Notre Dame with DJ Wagalele playing uh, nice nice pronunciation I, I, I think pronunciation. that's I think that's how you pronounce it I'm
1: not yeah, You sounded sure. confident <laughs> enough
0: <laughs> but anyway i mean he had to throw i they put up 40 points i don't remember off the top of my head what the final score was it was 47 was to 40
1: something like correct that correct me if i'm and,
0: wrong and uh Owagalele had to throw 400 yards and like four touchdowns to keep them in the game. Same thing. To no- 40 Notre Dame was able to uh, just absolutely shut down ETN and make them throw the ball. And it's not like they can't score points like that. It's just when when they're so predictable and you know what you know what's coming. I mean, w- what can you do? A
1: lot has to be said about
0: Ryan Day. Yeah, Ryan Day, I mean, he, he kind of... He was given
1: the keys to the kingdom.
0: I, but I think he's kind of proving now. Obviously, it's not like he didn't deserve it. Yeah. Um,
1: this is his second year. He's already in the championship. Yeah, I can't well, say... We can talk about it. Gus Malzahn winning in his first, so... <laughs>
0: well...
1: We're getting there. Regardless. Yeah, but he
0: won as a coordinator as well. Yeah. I mean, so... Well, I guess Ryan Day did too, so it's maybe the same thing. But then again, I, I mean... This Ohio State team, I think, is more dominant than any team that Gus Malzahn has any put, a, t- a, yeah, has put no. on the field. I mean,
1: let's not forget, we're kind of getting sidetracked with Auburn. Let's not forget, that was a miracle that they got to where they were. It was, yeah. it, it was the the Hail Ma- Who they play was the Hail Mary that got tipped up. That was then, against Georgia. That was against Georgia. Prairie, Jordan, Hare, And then, excuse me, the kick six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So... I don't know. We're not going to compare Apple well, to they, they didn't even win the Natty. Like, no, uh, they lost to Nick Florida State. Yeah.
0: yeah, and that was with uh, with when they beat Oregon with Cam. That was uh, Gene Chizik. That was the Gene And Chizik then Chizik. Gus Malzahn ended up taking over. But, yeah, we're getting sidetracked here. But, anyway.
1: Ohio State, man. What else can you say? This is going to be a really, really interesting national championship.
0: Yeah, and Ryan Day, going back to that, is... I mean, I've, for my money, you got to say he's at least, like, a top five coach. Absolutely. I, I, Absolutely. I mean, that, I mean again, he's been
1: handed Ohio State. I, gonna... I, I saw um something, like, a couple weeks ago. Again, it's a little off topic. But, like, everybody said Chip Kelly was this wonderful, you know, mm-hmm. Oregon coach. He got handed the keys to the castle. And then he was super successful. Went to the NFL, wasn't too successful. Now at UCLA, we see how bad of a program they are. So... Now, I think that formula of... Hiring a new, especially when you
0: lose like an iconic, historic, awesome coach. That formula of from hiring Urban from, Meyer. yeah, Urban Meyer.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, and uh, you'll you'll see on my next point. I think that formula of hiring from within, hiring someone who knows the program, is has been within the it, program. It's a formula for success, and the reason why I bring it up is because Steve Sarkeesian, oh, the go. Alabama offensive coordinator, who. What, who is, won right? the art Baros award this year is the top coordinator in the country for my money he's the best play caller in in college football i mean so today there are some rumors that apparently he took the head coaching Wasn't job in rumor, yeah i mean so now, i saw my,
1: i saw the update this morning i was like oh all right like
0: no one really knows right now david pollock of espn tweeted something that he's saying sarkeesian might not have might have actually turned down the job and that this was a meeting that was had you know weeks ago so i guess texas had already decided to fire they were going to fire tom herman yeah no one really i mean kind of the move we'll probably have a clearer picture by the next show of what exactly is going on with steve sarkeesian but I, i i don't if i'm steve sarkeesian why why would i take that texas job Texas is like Money. Auburn in the sense, in the, in the sense that the the fans have so much higher expectations, think they're so much better of a program than they are.
1: The, because they have been in the past.
0: I know they have been in the past, and they deserve... but like it's not like it's not like a Texas or an Auburn has ever has ever really had the dominance of an Alabama. Or, like where or it's, where like, it's yeah.
1: prolonged that's over a, that's a long time. Saying, that's what I'm saying. Texas comes in with Vince Young. And has his 2006 season. That's what I'm saying. Auburn comes in with exactly. Cam Newton and has what is it 2010, ten or 10? nine, whatever it was. Th- these there aren't these programs that have these long, methodical USC type.
0: That's my point. And, 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 run. and the fans of these programs think of them on the, think of themselves on as well, on they the held same themselves level. to a standard. Well, which I can understand, but if you're Steve Sarkeesian, why would you want to come in? and say yeah i'll i'll come coach this texas team you're going to be expecting a national I championship within 2 going or 3 with years if i'm steve sarkisian he's now like the second or third maybe if they give him another raise the highest paid coordinator in the country he could sit there for the next eight years, collect three million dollars a year, and literally be handed the keys to the castle when Saban decides it's time to hang up. I don't think, I don't think
1: they would give it to anybody else. I mean, he's... like,
0: if he if he sticks around? Like, you know, Alabama has more turnover on the coaching stuff than any other program in the country. Every year they lose a coordinator. Yeah.
1: but like, because well, I mean, why wouldn't you want to hire the guy that's been coaching? Of Alabama? course, but like,
0: I'm just I'm just not seeing the appeal to taking the job at Texas over staying as offensive coordinator at Alabama. Texas
1: has a lot going for them. That um I I on the name, but this backup quarterback that came in for Ellinger the other night was lights out. I he mean, looked he looked better than Sam has over the last 2 years.
0: It's not the like there's something to be said obviously about becoming the head coach to to a major college football top program. 10 program. And I mean, like, say what you want. They I mean and, maybe not success-wise, but in terms of brand recognition yes, and, yes. and yeah, they're they're absolutely Hocom, a top 10. Program Horn, yeah. in, in in that sense. But I mean, I <sighs> I don't know. I, I just don't see that job as an opportunity to, to be successful. Be, just because the expectations are so high and unrealistic that, I don't know, I'm, I'm just thinking that... From...
1: So you still have to compete with Oklahoma every of year. Of course. I mean, it's not... And then that, that's just a Big 12 in itself, and we've seen time and time again, a Big 12 team, it's always been Oklahoma over the past, since I can remember, comes out and they lay a stinker. Yeah. Like They can't defend. I mean, this is... We've we talked about this before we went on air. I mean, there's not much to be taken out of these out of bowl games that aren't in the playoffs. Yeah, and Oklahoma, that's a whole other that's a whole other can of worms to open. Oklahoma looked lights out against the pretty much scout team Florida.
0: Yeah, they had their top four pass catcher, and catchers. and four guys in their and, uh, defense that start yeah. not playing. So from an already weak defense. Uh, and we saw what
1: Dan Mullen said. They're like, "Hey, the last game this Florida Gators team played was uh, the SEC championship."
0: Which, like, I'm I'm not a big fan of saying that in a press conference.
1: I'm not a big fan of it either. But is he lying? Is he? No, I mean, I, I is I, he not right? I, and this think is a it's whole probably, other yeah, speaking about can of worms to open. Th- these games need to matter to prevent that. To prevent teams like a Florida from saying, "You know what? This is an opportunity for us to play some of our younger guys." No, this is what was it the Cotton Bowl? What, I think it was the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. It's the dang Cotton Bowl. It has years of prestige. This, these games need to matter, and they don't. To, to a program like a Florida, I'm sure Oklahoma had something to prove, and Oklahoma came out, what, 0-2 this year and, has, and haven't, hasn't lost a beat since. But, um, I don't know.
0: Now, we'll we'll probably, over the summer, have an episode where we just completely focus on how we fix the college football playoff system you can, you because can, it is broken. It is can, absolutely broken. Uh, so you know, yeah. the I don't want to. I don't want to get sidetracked into an hour long discussion about it here. But you're absolutely right in the sense that these bowl games they should matter and they really just, they just don't, don't matter. I mean, they just you,
1: don't. I, it's literally you look at it and it's who does this matter more to? Who cares enough? I mean, in, Indiana and Ole Miss are playing right now. I'm just using this as an example because they're playing as we speak. Ole Miss goes into that game. They're four and five. They're looking to, to you know try out who they got next year, etc., etc. et cetera. Lane Kiffin's probably you know playing some young guys, whatnot. I think they're winning, but that's apart from the from the fact, Indiana's like we were wronged. Why are we playing in a, a team that has four wins and five losses right now? Yeah, we I mean, need they're seven something. and one team. Yeah, we need to prove something. So you have this. This narrative where ha- where half the teams that are playing these games don't care, half of them have something to prove, and it just it just makes a jumbled mess where it just really looks like these are bowl games for the sake of sponsorship and whatnot. I mean,
0: I've always well, bowl games are uh, an absolute cash cow.
1: That's why yeah, that's it, why they
0: still exist. Yes, let's, they, they are. Let's be honest about that. I've always been someone who's uh, said that bowl games don't have never mattered to me. Non-playoff bowl even games before have never even before the playoff. I mean, the, the, before the, the playoff, it was a in little the BCS different, era, era, it's a, era. It's definitely yeah. different. I'm talking about the past five years.
1: Yeah, seven or I seven see, or I, I
0: see a bowl game if you don't make the playoff. I mean, you know, part of it's this is it. me being a spoiled Alabama fan, but a bowl game as not a playoff game is a consolation. Game.
1: Even as a Syracuse fan, and by the way, rest in peace, Floyd Little. But um, even as a Syracuse fan, um, I mean. I guess, again, to the point I just made, it was different. When we made the Camping World Bowl, I'm sure you have no idea. Exactly. We played West Virginia. We were in
0: the Citrus Bowl last year. Yeah, you were. It was a new experience for me.
1: (laughs) Playing in the Camping World Bowl was a huge deal for us because it was the first time we had a 10-win season since 2001. We had a lot to prove. We beat, I mean, again, and then here's the thing. West Virginia sat Will Greer. So it doesn't matter to them, but to us, it's we're winning this bowl game, we're getting the time wins, etc. West Virginia is like, hey man, we've been here before.
0: And like, if it were up to me, I'm not saying we should just get rid of bowl games because, like, to to the point you just made, you can't just take that away from a team like Syracuse from two years ago is a good example because, I mean, if you're not going to make the playoff, then what what do they ha- what, what, are, they they have, what are they playing for? And I'm not saying bowl game like bowl games. Obviously, I think they're consolation games. But to a to a smaller school, a team that really has no chance of making the playoffs, and especially non non power five whole teams, story. especially non power five teams. I mean, again, we're gonna have an. Can episode we agree where... before
1: we? I mean, yeah, we need to save some of this talk for then. Yeah. But um, can we agree that the committee has no interest in involving a group of five team? I mean, I don't. They don't.
0: Obviously, they don't. But like. It's four teams.
1: It's four teams, but I, even if they went to six, we weren't going to see a Cincinnati. Mm. I mean, it, it, they weren't. They weren't ranked. You're six. right.
0: You're right. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, actually, were they? No, Oklahoma
1: was six. So no. I'd be for an
0: eight team playoff, but again,
1: besides the point. Even maybe a little I just like I, you
0: can't you can't get rid of bowl games because it it gives teams that don't have a chance to make the playoffs. It also makes of play schools forward. a lot of money. Oh yeah, I mean that. I mean. We'll keep it on the fan perspective here yeah. because uh, I don't really care about lining the pockets of school administrators yeah, yeah, well. but anyway, I mean I, I just don't know what what the solution would be and again, we'll, there's a lot
1: of potential solutions. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll go over a but bunch I of think them in the future. But... Us
1: and probably everybody listening right now agrees that this system right now is flawed and it's got to change.
0: I mean, it doesn't... Yeah, that that kind of... I think kind of every college football fan yeah. would agree with that. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of people that... I mean, we see the beauty of college football. Even if there's the same four teams every year, there's so much within that and so much outside of that to draw you to the sport. It's the best. I love college football. But it would be so much better if it wasn't if it was flawed like this. Yeah. Well... You want to move on to yeah, a... Yeah, we can
0: go ahead and move on to the... First
1: game of yesterday. The 4
0: o'clock game, yeah. So, Alabama... Headed back to the national championship after missing the playoff last year. Takes down Notre Dame 31-14. to They did not cover the spread, which nope.
1: I kind of said they probably uh, weren't going to. Uh, they, you know, but... As Scott Van Pelt would say, that mattered to some people. I don't, I don't know if that's the exact quote that he says, but it did matter to some people. Um, mattered to me. Um, so, apart from that, Alabama kind of took their lead and sat on it.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone was really surprised, but, you know, and... They kind of kept Notre Dame in the game for longer than they should have. I, I think agree. They, they we were kinda, talking uh,
1: about that where it was, was they should have just stepped on their throats.
0: I mean, it's twenty one seven. You got and you're coming out and running a conservative offense. Yeah, and, you know, and that's not to say that running the
1: clock out. Yeah, at the start and, of the third quarter.
0: And I just, I don't know. It seems like that game could have been over a lot, a lot quicker than it was. Honestly. As a fan, I'll take it because I'd rather have a closer win and have Sabin laying into him for the next 10 days rather than had we come out and beaten Notre Dame by 40 Yeah, and, uh, and come, out, oh, come oh. out the next day. Because I guarantee you, sitting up here this morning, Ohio State woke up this morning feeling pretty damn good about themselves. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And, I don't know if you saw Justin Fields celebrating and everything. This, to me, and I don't want to, you know, jump the gun. They do have another game to play in 10 days. After losing that heartbreaking game last year to Clemson, it's like that was almost their national championship, you know yeah. what I mean? And now it's like they gotta go up and play Alabama. But again, we've we've been over this. Ohio State's a lot better than that.
0: Now, let's talk about the Alabama offense
1: because when it wanted to move, it did.
0: Now they put up 31, and I, I think they had put up 40 points in, in I don't remember the exact number, but it was every game this season, and. You know, they well, Notre Dame
1: did what they needed to do to stay in the game. I mean, those long methodical drives, especially the one at yeah. the end of the first quarter oh, where yeah. they, you know, milk the clock. And that's what—that's the only way Notre Dame was going to be in this game was to control time of possession. Except the thing is, you give the ball back to Alabama and they score in two minutes.
0: Yeah, it was—it was pretty much all. <laughs> it was right away with. Yeah. The, I think it was Devonte.
1: yeah.
0: It was, it, by it, the it way,
1: was... Heisman, don't get it twisted. That game, and he—he he had, he had the one drop in garbage time. And it's
0: unfortunate game. because I don't think that. Uh, bull game. I think it's already been voted. It's on. been voted. I think on. It's, it's already been, voted been decided. On. So I, you know, if bowl games were to be factored in, I'm I can to give they, it to Trask. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: That's not happening. But
0: I think I think Mac Jones is going to end up finishing probably second, and I think I don't. Know. I think Lawrence is going to we'll, end up we'll finishing see. second, and Devontae we'll, Smith is going to finish
1: first. We'll see. Uh,
0: not not that. By hard. the way, speaking of Heisman.
1: Someone in this game did not get invited to, I know it's not in person, but he didn't get invited to the Heisman show, and he got robbed. And that's Najee Harris. Absolutely. I mean, that run was something else. I, I put it on my Instagram. It was. I was like, forget about it forget about it. You're going you're going to lead low. I mean, he's
0: uh, he's now made a habit of jumping over people.
1: <laughs> he's incredible.
0: And he uh it's it's funny. Talk because, about
1: gambling on yourself. I mean, yeah. this he he would have been what like a third round pick last year probably. Yeah, he,
0: he definitely would have Definitely would've... creeping into the first if he's not last there already. Last year last year was much deeper of a running back class than, yeah, than true. this year. I kind of always thought Najee was going to was going to stick. Devontae was a surprise, but it you know, they both came back and it's both yeah, paid it's off paid tremendously off in a big for them. Way for both. I mean, you could Depending on team need, I don't. Kn- I, I think Etn might be the first running back off the board in the draft. They're two different players. Yeah, they're very different players. It really depends. Don't forget about Sermon. Yes, yeah, Sermon's there. I'm not sure what year he is, but um, I think he's probably going to come out. Sermon as well will be will be there. Um, yeah, I I don't know what else to say, about Najee, to say. about Najee about Harris. Yeah. He's he's been spectacular player. all season. Devontae
1: Smith the same way. I mean, Mac Jones. Here's something to worry about, Alabama. With this, obviously, they gave up seven points until the last minute, and yep. then, you know, broke a, broke a few people's hearts. But then, um, I, people are saying, you know, Notre Dame. Notre Dame didn't move. They they move when they wanted to. Slowly, methodically, ran the ball on them. And now if you look at an uh, offense like last night in Ohio State. They're going They might be able to have their way with them, and that's probably why you're nervous as a fan.
0: Now Notre Dame came out with a pretty admirable performance. I think everyone kind of expected them to come out and get killed they didn't keep it extremely close no it was never a game it, it was never the the result was never in doubt but you know it, you gotta hats off to them hey, they, they go, cover, they go down go. Big, they go down big early and uh and hang around and stay in the game and they're able to move the ball still also i mean that notre dame defense it's got to be one of the best in the country this yeah year. i mean
1: like again i i they did have a it's in the third quarter even some of the second Alabama was very I mean at the end of the, fir- the first half I'm like Al what are you doing go score but I mean Notre Dame held them I mean then really held 31 points but you know what I mean they, I mean they, they did scored a good...
0: 14 in the first quarter and didn't score more than seven in a quarter after that held them to three in the fourth which you know garbage time but at the same time Notre Dame was impressive yesterday for sure um I I think they'll be it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year in terms of if they go back to just being their regular independent Cells. Personally, I think well, that, they should stay in the ACC yeah, full time. I, I don't know
1: why they wouldn't. I and mean, There's a lot to be said about Brian Kelly, too. Um, the thing is, it's kind of rem- I said this yesterday. It's kind of remarkable, considering how things are in 2020. Not 2020, just the last five, ten years. For him to keep an independent program relevant for as long as he has, not even relevant. I mean, they've been in the playoff. Well, they've been in...
0: A lot of that goes with the brand recognition. Oh, no, I, I think all of
1: it does. Uh, to be honest, I think almost all of it does, and him as well. But I think it's time. they, they, they got to join the ACC. It'll also make the ACC a much better conference.
0: Now, we were talking about this earlier, Notre Dame's track record in big games uh. over the last 10 years or so. It's not good.
1: It's really bad.
0: They've uh, they've gotten killed almost every time. And every
1: New Year's Six or BCS bowl game they've played in since 2000, it's been a double.
0: And race. I don't know what the solution would be. Like you can't
1: you, you can't, can't fire Brian Kelly. You can't. No, there's no way. Uh, you, and you can't keep him out either because they've proven in the regular season that they're there. But whatever it is, the recruiting and the coaching and what they just get blown out.
0: I don't know what the solution is because this is this is one of their best performances. Yeah, and, and they got blown out. It was never a game. They're not getting a better coach than, than Brian Kelly. No. Uh, I mean they could, if they were to make that move, they could hire anyone they wanted who is available. But at the same time, I don't think anyone they could they could get's going to be any better than it's. It's kind of similar to to uh, Harbaugh in Michigan. In this, you know, I ah, think, a little different. A little think, different uh, because I think Harbaugh, Harbaugh is the most overrated coach in sports.
1: And Harbaugh came in there and like I don't I don't want to say he but, did, but the program and the fans and everything were promised so much and they've that's, that's,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, well, they definitely haven't been worse. They definitely have not been worse. Oh, they than, had that like,
1: one year with like Jabril yeah. Peppers and all. They were kind of like a title contender. They have never. They haven't been close to a title contender. They definitely.
0: They've been significantly better under Harbaugh than they were in the years immediately before Harbaugh. That goes without saying. A bit. But like he's. The, he, he was their golden goose in terms of like their dream hire for head coach if you're a Michigan and oh, look, you get at, every Harbaugh, Michigan
1: fan when he came in and was like oh the messiah is yeah. here it's Harbaugh our guy he played for us so like and who, it's just been
0: you fire Harbaugh and I, I actually think they're going to keep Harbaugh for another year but you get rid of Harbaugh who, who who's I think getting, they will are... too
1: for the same reason there's no like what's the point in firing him
0: I think Ohio State game being canceled probably saved his job. Oh,
1: that would have been really <laughs> because bad because they would have lost. And by you know 40. what? Ohio State probably, Ohio State probably would have went in there and clobbered them, and we would have thought a lot differently about Ohio State yesterday yeah. going into the game. Uh, maybe I mean, again, Michigan had a horrible season. Michigan, like horrible
0: Michigan season. was no good this
1: year. And week. the Big Twelve was weird because you had a lot of teams that have been so bad for so long. There's not good college football programs that you know came up in a big way. Think about Indiana. So I mean,
0: it, the coaching carousel is going to be interesting this uh, this offseason. Oh off yeah. Season, oh It's already before. interesting because you got a guy like uh, Luke Fickle out of Cincinnati who's probably going to Probably going to be the premium. Hey, speaking of Brian uh, Kelly, Cincinnati guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he Fickle's probably going to be the the premium guy this 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 cycle. See,
1: here's my here's the thing I'm worried about with him. I mean, not with him, just like they do great as a group of five, and then you go to a big program like Scott Frost in Nebraska, and they're just...
0: Well, it's ironic because Fickle was, uh, you know, he's been in Ohio his entire coaching career. He was... An assistant at Ohio State for the longest time before yeah. he took the job at Cincinnati. So <laughs> him going to Michigan, if they were to pull the trigger and fire Harbaugh, would be
1: I would be interesting. Uh, I, think, I, I, I don't know the guy, so I, I, think, <laughs> I,
0: I think I think he would
1: do that. But uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: but uh, I mean, if you're all, what do you Auburn what do you job, think
1: is the most marquee job? Because Auburn, Auburn's already hired their guy. I don't think there really Texas. Is. Maybe? I don't think there really is a
0: marquee job. Like we talked about all the Auburn and Texas jobs already. If I'm a, Again, I, I wouldn't want the Auburn or Texas job. Eh. Auburn, Auburn had to search far and wide to hire a coach. They they did not get their first choice. No, I mean, and no one wanted that job. No. So it's I don't know. It's interesting to me because I. I How about this one? Uh, what do you think uh, Penn
1: State does with James Franklin?
0: Hmm. I mean, I don't. They're not Is this gonna, kind of a throwaway season for them. maybe? Yeah, they're not going to get
1: rid of it. no. no. Uh,
0: because you know they. He could have gone if James Franklin wanted to. He could have had the job at USC two years ago, probably, and they would have gotten rid of Clay Helton. But that's another interesting one because you know if, you, if USC continues to keep you know, meh, just just being okay, not meh. really. You know, yep. they're not Clay Helton's not going to last forever there. No. So little little future hire, James Franklin to USC.
1: Well, let's see how he. I care. think that's. I mean, a couple Penn years State ago. had a lot. You know, that the. the Running back opted out. They had, like, and, four running backs yeah, opted out. Yeah, yeah, Penn State had a rough year, so I definitely... It was, was another thing we've we got to address. The Big Ten had a lot of... They didn't think they were going to play, and they did play. People are opting out and this and that. So, it's, it's remarkable that Ohio State, after... Think about where we were in, say, early September, and they weren't yeah. going to play. And now they're playing now in Now they're going to play for the national championship. It really
0: is unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, they deserve it. Yeah. They deserve it yeah. 100%. So... I don't know, but I don't really think there is going to be a marquee uh, job this offseason.
1: Unless Harbaugh gets fired. Yeah, unless
0: Harbaugh gets fired. We'll see what happens with Texas if Sarkeesian ends up actually taking the job or not. I think he probably will. I don't think he should, but I think he probably will, and we'll see on that. But anyway, we can probably move on to uh, to NFL here. Week 17 preview.
1: We don't want to get too far into the national championship because we will be yeah, talking we'll de- at we'll, length about that. We'll definitely that,
0: so. have a, uh, a full national championship preview coming uh, so. in, over the next 10 days.
1: But yeah, week 17 of the NFL is a very, very interesting week. Considering Some, Sometimes a very, very interesting Well, no, week. it's just interesting because it's just different. We don't have a Thursday game. We don't have a Monday game. We go in without a Sunday night game. And you have this week, we have seven 1 o'clock games and eight 4 o'clock games. Yeah, that doesn't happen doesn't uh, really never
0: happens. No. Never more 4 o'clock games than uh uh than 1 I think it did games.
1: happen this year once or twice anyway. for you know, covid stuff, but
0: let's talk playoffs. Not we'll uh we're going to preview we're going to do a full playoff preview probably early this week, but we'll talk some playoff scenarios here yeah. for week 17. We'll start with the NFC East. So, it's pretty simple. Pretty simple. Washington football team, that's the night game against Against the Eagles. With Alex Smith starting, that was announced this morning.
1: And a lot of people not playing for Philadelphia. I mean... I think, here, there's pretty much everybody, not everybody, but a lot of the players on this team are not playing this week. I could literally pull it up right now. You know, we we talked
0: um, about on the last show the fact that... Washington might not have a quarterback, They do. but it, it sounds like Miles Alex Sanders, is gonna be good Sean to Jackson,
1: Alshon Jeffrey, Fletcher Cox, Dallas Goddard, Sean Bradley, Derek Barnett. Basically a lot of so, them deplete- Carson Wentz isn't dressing, yeah. if that matters. He's not? No. Oh, wow. So well, my theory about having us not About play starting both, each half? That's not going to happen. Apparently uh, Hertz is only going to play the first half, too, maybe. Who's the other guy? Nate Sudfeld. What? Like, we are in total tank mode right now. I don't... The fact that this is the Sunday okay, Night game so, is just... So the
0: Eagles want to lose this game, it seems like. Um, and, let... and
1: I want to lose this game too, except as a fan, it's like all week long, and say, yeah, we got to lose, do the draft pick, whatever. First play, I'm going to get mad about something. And then, and then I I can't root against that damn of jersey, course, man. There's uh, no way.
0: So, should be pretty easy for the football team, because all they need to do is win, and they win the division. And they're going up against a depleted, depleted. and unmotivated Eagles team. Yeah. Um, speaking of
1: the Eagles, we'd be remiss to um, not mention this. Doug Peterson is expected to be back as the head oh, coach. Yes, that was announced this morning. That was us. And also, Jim Schwartz is stepping away from the game for at least a year that and contemplating retirement. So there's a lot of Eagles news this mo- today.
0: Yeah, and I. I think keeping Doug is probably the right move. Again,
1: it would be a knee-jerk reaction to fire. And also, again, like, we won a Super Bowl two years ago, like, out of the blue, kind of. Yeah. Or three, four almost now, (laughs) geez. Time flies. Time flies. But, uh, yeah, it'd be a weird move to move on from. However, and this was also – I read this in an Ian Rappaport tweet. We are going to seriously – change up the staff there needs to be an offensive coordinator higher here i who, doug call, peterson, who calls plays who calls <laughs> doug peterson should not be calling plays howie roseman's job's definitely in question i, I got doug, I, I, doug it's
0: funny because giving up play calling duties i feel like it's, it's probably so the,
1: demoting and it, demo,
0: i feel like it's also always the first step to a coach being fired given when they have to give up play calling duties. Point. and so i think the eagles I don't. I think they're going to keep Doug Peterson. We know that now. He's going to
1: have such a grace period. Again, he won a Super Bowl. I He's think, got a statue uh, outside of the building. Another,
0: another <laughs> which is ridiculous, but oh uh, no, it is not. Belichick doesn't have a statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he will. I mean, yeah. he, he will one day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bud Light like sponsored that whole Philly, 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 Philly thing. Like they, they, put, there's a Bud Light. Put but, on it. Anyway. but anyway, anyway, so.
0: I think Doug Peterson, if they struggle again next year, is def- definitely like he- gone. he's firmly on the hot seat going into next year. It'll be but interesting. I think they're gonna fire Howie Roseman. That because kinda has to happen because I I, I don't talent, think like you announce you're gonna keep Doug Peterson, fine. You can't keep both. You can't keep both. And I, I think Roseman is more to blame for the struggles this year than uh and just, than Doug.
1: Just the talent evaluation is just awful. I, I mean, mean you could have a kid playing Madden that uh, ten years old that can evaluate talent better than how I mean the come. miss
0: on Justin Jefferson should
1: tell you about everything you need to know. At least at least reasons. DK Metcalf was missed by so many teams. In our lap, and we talked about this last show. In our lap. Now Jalen Rieger. whose birthday is today. Happy birthday, Jalen Rieger. Twenty two. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's listening. Now <laughs> now
0: the Eagles, they're gonna have what, like a top seven draft pick, something like that?
1: Apparently, I I don't know the highest. It, pick we let's can say get, let's say
0: hypothetically they lose. I think
1: right now we're at six. If we lose tomorrow, say we go to four or five. I want Devontae Smith, and we need cornerback help. I, I someone from one of the two of them, Sir, Sir Smith. Sir Smith,
0: Smith. Give me one of them. Yeah, I mean six is going to be right in that range. I don't.
1: We'll probably be about four or five. To be I
0: I I think uh, the last
1: time we had a top five pick, or we actually had two. Like I Wentz don't and Johnson. Yeah, I don't think
0: Devonte will go top five. Really? Uh, top five is is a little well, bit again if you're picking if you're there? picking in the top five. Lawrence fives, and Penne and
1: Fields are gone.
0: Yeah. If you're picking in the well, maybe, we'll see on Fields, but mm. if you're picking in the top five, chances are you have bigger problems than uh than a receiver. But the Eagles are kind of in a in, are, are, I think we're more retooled than rebuilt. Here's a team that could be lurking. Uh the Miami Dolphins. Oh, right now, they have, they have the th- Houston Texans pick from the Laramie Tunsil trade, which right now, if the season ended before it's Week the 17, third, right? they have the third pick in the draft for Miami draft Dolphins. I think, I think we're going to see a Tua Tagovailoa and Devontae Smith reunion down in Miami. And it's ironic, because the national championships to be in Miami next week. I bet Tua is going to be there. I guarantee you Tua is going to be there, actually. Oh, we'll, we'll probably have
1: a game the day before, depending if they make the playoffs, which we'll talk about in a minute. Anyway... NFC East is yeah. I mean, if the Red, or excuse me, if the Washington Football Team win, they're in. And if they don't, the winner of the Cowboys and Giants, Giants will who play at one o'clock, and then have to wait. Six hours, seven yeah, hours it, 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 they, they for kinda, the result they of the other game.
0: They scheduled it very strangely because the Cowboys play the Giants at 1 o'clock. And then, you know, obviously one of the teams will win. they got to wait around until 8.30 to find out if, uh, they have, if they're if they going to win the division or Sit not. Sit
1: in the locker room for seven hours with a bunch of champagne on. Now,
0: uh, give me the Cowboys in that game. I think pretty, really? uh, yeah. yeah
1: think Cowboys so, are hot.
0: Cowboys I mean, have heated up.
1: Uh, we kind of neglected talking we, yeah, about the Cowboys. Yeah, we actually Cow- didn't talk we, about that. We, we spoke all. about this before. <laughs> Uh, we started recording today. We literally just neglected talking about the Cowboys. The Cowboys are hot.
0: And, and let's say like they're favored by two and a half. I think that's about right. Uh, yeah, I I mean... Uh, the Giants are home. The Giants are home. The Giants have no, no, cooled down no tremendously. Yeah. Um, um, I saw a stat Not that yesterday. they were ever... Dak Prescott still has two more touchdown passes this year than Daniel Jones. Yeah, that's not what not what Giants fans want to see. No. But I do think... I think the Cowboys will win that game. I don't think it'll matter. We can probably move on to another division.
1: I think Washington's gonna end up winning, winning and covering against yes, us. And, I, I would agree with that. It looks yeah. like
0: Washington is uh, favored. By, they're favored by three and a half, and half I believe. Three they're and a they're half.
1: gonna they're going to be.
0: I us. think that's a cover. Uh, okay, NFC North. We have Packers Bears. Right. So, so this game matters. Yes. For this, the game, Packers. this game. This is not a uh, bench all your starters game for the Packers, especially because cause it's the
1: Bears. If they can, if, no. let's not forget, they do not like each other. If they can get the, the Bears out of the playoffs, like. They will do it. Plus, they have not locked up the one seat. What's funny is that
0: you know I think they'd have a better chance against uh, the Bears than than other teams in the playoffs. So if I, were, if I were the Packers, I would want to see the Bears in the playoffs. But besides the point, yes. Yeah, so the Packers are Probably sitting at Packers, twelve and would, three. Yeah. And they're in a battle with Seattle for the one seed. Seattle's eleven. So if the Packers the win, they get the one. If the Packers win, they get the one. If Seattle is...
1: wins and the Packers lose, they yes. get the one.
0: Yes. So and the one seed this year, we talked about it a little bit last the time. Only Supremely buy. important. It's the only buy in the conference. So this is far from a throwaway game for the Packers. I Packers are favored by four. I like them to cover that as that well. That line
1: started up at like six too. It's that soldier That failed. might be my pick of the week if I ever had to make one because now, I, I don't know. I've, I, then the Packers are going to want to knock out the Bears. Let's not forget that this is Mitch Trubisky's best stretch in his career and everybody's freaking out about it. Who have they played? they played the Texans. Jags. they played the ja- – not in order. Texans, Jags, and uh, someone else who doesn't have a good defense. Uh, it's not – it's not going Yeah, Mitch was, Mitch
0: was actually pretty great last week. Against except for that reception. That except that we, for, yeah, uh, we, we talked about that. We talked that, about that
1: pick. I'm going to see who else they played, but uh, you can
0: – Now, the Bears – I don't know. They're a team that probably is not deserving of a playoff spot.
1: Probably not. I mean, they opened up at five and one and laid an egg until Mitch yeah, Trubisky played against some sitting here. At okay, they played the Vikings, who we talked yeah. about at length last week for having one of the worst defenses in the league. Now
0: so. the Bears are sitting here at eight and seven. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know what to if make they make, of this make it. Bears I just feel team. like
1: they get kind of steamrolled.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're they might be able to stop some people, but.
1: They got a good defense. They
0: can't score points. No. Uh so we'll see on that. But Packers Bears
1: Granted, this last few weeks they have again against really bad defenses. That's uh, so. a
0: four twenty five game. Yeah. Uh, as for the Vikings and Lions, I think that's this uh this that's probably a wash. Who cares? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Vikings favored by four Sure, maybe
1: they'll cover. I, I mean, um, uh well, I guess the probably. I mean the Lions are like extremely depleted. Yeah, I mean and I don't that, know if they're going to play Stafford uh, if I'm at Stafford I'm like, "Hey, don't play me. I've given you 10 years of my life." That's a draft. Let me be healthy. Game. And Honestly, it's, from it's gonna be more
0: beneficial to lose that game than win it. Absolutely, but staying in the NFC, Falcons, Bucks,
1: Bucks are six
0: it. and a half. I believe the Bucks are locked into that top wild card spot in the five seeds. So are they? I would
1: imagine if the Rams. What if the Rams win? Do they win the division, or is that locked up? I think that no, the, locked division's up. Up. the division's locked up. Division's locked up. So Seattle's I guess if the Rams and win four. and they lose, now the Rams are nine and six. The
0: Cardinals are eight and six. You
1: kind of really want to win this win this game if you're um. The Bucks, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah you'd that, much yeah. rather go up against
0: the NFC East.
1: The NFC East than who would it be? The Seahawks or not Seahawks, the um blanking third seed.
0: Saints. Saints. Yeah. Uh, of course. Oh my god, <laughs> of course, yeah. But anyway, so Seattle is locked up that division at eleven and four. We said that they're trying to get the number one seed still. They take on the Niners. They're favored by seven. Pretty meaningless game for the Niners again, draft pick position. Give me Seattle in that one. I think they'll lock up seven. Uh yeah, so that'll put them at twelve and four. Cardinals play the Rams, right? This is an interesting one. Now Rams now, are when, at nine we, and six. when we
1: were talking about this game a few days ago, the idea was it was gonna be backup versus backup. Kyler Murray is playing.
0: Yes. Yes, Kyler Murray is in fact playing. Jared Goff is not.
1: Jared Goff is not. John Walford's playing. Who, by the way, has a LinkedIn account for being like an accountant or something. Yeah, he he no, was like, no, you know no. what? If this game goes well, I might just delete it. So,
0: <laughs> so Rams sitting at nine and six. Cardinals sitting at eight and seven. I believe for both of them, it's a win and you're in.
1: Yes. If I'm not mistaken. However, the the Rams can still make it if the Bears lose. How? What a collapse it would be if the Rams end up losing to the Jets a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah. So lose if again. The,
0: so if the Rams lose.
1: Then they just need. I mean, the they Packers were looking to like potential, game. like maybe NFC championship, Super Bowl like appearance yeah. contenders. No, I was I was, I was looking
0: at future odds on the Rams to win the NFC a few weeks ago, and I was waiting for them to go down. But you know, they oh, they've gone They're, a little bit. They've too gone far a down. little
1: far down for in good reason. I don't think that team is. So that they got to make it.
0: That's probably it for the NFC playoff picture. It's kind of kind of everyone controls their own destiny almost.
1: Yeah, it, except it, I think it, the Cardinals. The Cardinals are winning. your end, in, right?
0: I don't know, but uh, they're at eight and seven. So, but regardless, um, Cardinals Rams—that's another four twenty-five game. Arizona only favored by three points, which is a head scratcher. I think with, considering with Walford. John Walford starting for the Rams again.
1: The, well, here's the thing: speaking of point spreads and whatnot, the Rams are like. Good at home. And it's been, their mm-hmm. defense shows up at home. That over huh. under's at they four at forty did. and a half. At
0: forty and a half. Didn't they for, lose the Jets at home? They did lose the Jets <laughs> at home.
1: But before in the season, they Yeah, that's
0: that's crazy low on the under over under, only looking at forty, 40 and a half. And a half which makes which makes sense when you have John, John Walford, Walford, but started. you also have Kyler Murray. But who yeah. hasn't
1: looked good down the stretch. Yeah. So anyway. That's gonna be a toss, but I really don't know. I think I think the Cardinals are gonna win that game. Yeah that's unfortunate for the Rams because they might end up missing out in the playoffs if the Packers don't help them out a little bit. I'll it, be honest with you; I think the Packers are going to win, and the Cardinals are going to win, and the Rams are going to ma- are going to find their way in. Yeah, but
0: it'd be interesting to see if Jared Goff comes back from that broken thumb for a playoff game. If they potentially the, do, is, is it, it a,
1: is it his throwing in? I think it is. I think so. So, like that's yeah.
0: Anyway, that kind of kind of chalk kind of chalk in the NFC. Uh, AFC is a little bit more interesting. Um,
1: so, start so, in the AFC. Well, east. Bef- before we no. Well, if you want to start there. I was going to say, in the AFC playoff picture, the wild card, none of these teams have locked anything in. Now mm-hmm. No one's locked in the AFC South either. From where it goes, the Titans, the be- uh, Browns, the Ravens, the Dolphins, and the Colts, four are in one and one might not be. Everybody just needs to win except for the Colts. The Colts need help. They need to win and to have one of those teams lose.
0: Yes, so... And it's ironic because I think the Colts are probably the best of those four teams. Yeah. But. I agree. Anyway. So, yeah, so the Colts play the Jaguars at 425.
1: Tomorrow. Which is a 14-point spread, which is really interesting for a must-win game. Obviously, I, the Colts favor by 14.
0: I think that's fair because, I mean, I guess Jackson. The Jaguars have win, locked in the, locked one, the on number one. one, yeah. Yeah, but. I, I don't I, know who's
1: starting at quarterback for the Jaguars. I don't think that's been announced.
0: I like the I like the Colts to probably cover that. And then, so Colts and potentially
1: Philip Rivers' last game, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He said uh, he might be hanging him up if he doesn't. Uh, or is, is is that a certain that they don't make the playoffs? He hangs it up. Said something I mean, about I don't, know I don't was
0: gonna like. What are the Patriots gonna give him a one year no, deal? No
1: one's gonna give him a one year <laughs> deal. And I don't think the Colts are gonna either. So, uh,
0: so staking with the NFC, AFC South there. Titans take on the Texans. Uh, I believe it's a win in your—win the division for the Titans. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: the Colts right now are the outside looking in. Yeah, so so the
0: Titans have, I guess, beat them twice, so they have that tiebreaker to win the division. All they need to do is beat the Texans, and they're in. I think that's probably chalk. That's a win for the Titans. Yeah, yeah. Then
1: we we have Brown Steelers. Which, for me, is a really interesting game. The Steelers are sitting a lot of players— Hey, we talked about
0: this a little bit last week with Mason Rudolph starting.
1: But uh, you, got, you got the Rudolph-Garrett uh, game. Yeah. Look, it would just, and I hate to say this, because I really, really have grown to like this Browns team. It'd be so Browns.
0: To lose to Mason Rudolph at and home the, and week 17 with a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. It'd be so Browns. Now, they're not eliminated if they lose. If, if uh, everybody else wins. But they if are. they lose, the Colts win, the Titans win, and the Ravens are the other team. And teams. the Dolphins. Uh, and the Dolphins, which is another game we'll to... get to that. Yeah. But the Ravens play the Bengals. They're they're in a win and you're in situation. Bengals probably starting Ryan Finley again. Uh yeah, yeah give me the Ravens. That's thirteen and a half. Uh, again, win and you're in for the Ravens. The Ravens have a tendency to beat up on bad teams. I think uh, thirteen. Yeah, thirteen and a half, half must be pretty a little, safe. Uh, yeah. That one. Uh, and then, so we said. I guess the AFC East. After that, the only other team we haven't discussed there is the
1: Dolphins, which is a really interesting game it it in Orchard Park. So they play the Bills. Buffalo, Orchard Park, yeah, um.
0: <laughs> Orchard Park, New York.
1: Uh, the Bills don't have that two seed locked up, especially if the Steelers end up winning that game.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we were talking about this right before we recorded. So the Bills and Steelers are both twelve and three, and obviously, depending on what happens this week whoever – I don't know. Actually, the Bills beat them, so the Bills have the tiebreaker. So if yes. they both win or both lose, then the Bills get that two seed. So Which it's
1: huge. You're, don't, you're not going to want to go on the road in the divisional round. They're, and
0: they're likely going to play each other because as the two Ooh. seed, you play the highest remaining seed. And I don't want to well, get ahead of actually, myself. Actually, I'm, not, I'm not
1: sure the Steelers are going to win. Let me
0: walk that back yeah. because I also think the Steelers are yeah. going to lose their wild card game. Yeah. I'm just talking about it from the perspective of what Sean McDermott's thinking. He's thinking – we're probably going to see this Steelers. If this we can Steelers knock out a divisional again, opponent yeah. too, why not? Yeah. So yeah, Dolphins Bills. It's Buffalo by two. So game matters for the Bills. Obviously, they're not a really... lot
1: less than it matters for the Dolphins. Who, yeah. by the way, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick will not be there to potentially bail out Tua if he needs to. because yeah, he Ryan Fitzpatrick tested has COVID. positive for COVID.
0: Uh, this is uh this is a huge game for Tua.
1: Oh I my think this goodness! Is,
0: uh, obviously the biggest game in his young NFL career. I think that goes without... Silence
1: being. the doubters to prove himself.
0: If Tua comes out, plays great, and they make the playoffs... I hope he
1: does. I mean... I hope he does. I know you do. I hope he does, course.
0: though. Um, but at the same time... I mean, Buffalo minus... Give me... Give me... Give me the Dolphins plus two on that, I think. Uh, I, I it say just that not more. very confidently. It just means it more. It means more to them and... Might be a
1: stay away. Yeah, but, I um, mean,
0: I'm... Yeah, I'm not putting money up on it anyway. But... Regardless, the other game, the AFC East, Jets, Patriots. This is the stay away. <laughs> this is,
1: and I foresaw this like 10 weeks ago. I have a lot of friends at school. I go to Syracuse, so a lot of people are from the Boston area. And when the, the Patriots won a couple games, I forget against who, but they, I think, I don't know, it doesn't matter. They were like kind of creeping into that playoff picture, and everybody was like, oh, they might not like, beat Arizona. Yes, 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 that, that was the game. I was like, there's no way this team's making the playoffs. They're too far behind. They're not that good. Whatever. And I looked at that week 17, and this is before the Jets won two games, where it was like, okay, if Bill Belichick wants to continue to dominate this team, he is going to lose this game at all costs. Now,
0: I don't know if the Jets are locked into that two spot or not. I don't think they are. Because, th- let's see, the Bengals are 4 10 well, Let's look at one. the Texans. Okay,
1: so they're, they're above the Bengals. And then the 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 Texans. Texans They are locked
0: into the two. Yeah, so so it doesn't really mean anything to the Jets. And And the Patriots,
1: like you said, can get up to the nine.
0: Yeah, nine is the highest possible, and the lowest possible is 16. 16? So, like, a, a loss for the Patriots here. Could be the difference between a top ten pick and like the fifteenth pick, which uh, so, is a huge difference. So I guess call me a Jets fan this this week. I mean, I'm again, like again, I said, you, I, I'm not going to sit there and openly root against the Patriots. But will I be, will I be upset if we lose? Absolutely not. No, I will not.
1: At least you get to get that over with at one p.m. Yeah. and I have to sit there and watch Nate Sudfeld <laughs> potentially in the second half. Now, so run out two hours of football.
0: We talked about Dolphins Bills. <sighs>
1: I don't know. I like this Buffalo team, but... I love this Buffalo team. I, I Maybe not this weekend, though.
0: You know, and I don't want to get too much into playoff stuff because we're, we're going to have a whole playoff preview probably on Monday. Oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm so I, excited yes, to talk very about the playoffs. About we, know, that we know
1: what the picture's going to look like. That's so exciting.
0: But, I mean, uh, anyway, this Bills team... I think we're probably on a car- on a crash course for a Bills Chiefs AFC
1: championship. Absolutely. Again,
0: you know, I want to I wanna I say... I think there's a huge drop-off
1: after the Bills and yeah. the AFC. Yeah. And they're all really talented teams. Again, there are eight teams that should be in the playoffs. I mean, obviously not, but the Colts are on the outside looking in. And if they don't make the playoffs, that's a shame because they're a great team.
0: As for any Week 17 games we didn't cover... Uh, there are just some. I, yeah, I mean, like the yeah. Broncos
1: and the Raiders... Give me a break. We're looking at some uh, draft positions. Chad Henney versus the Chargers. Come on. Yeah. Um Chargers Chiefs. Isn't
0: it Matt Moore, not Chad Henney? I, it's Matt Moore? I think so. Yeah. He was the he was the guy last year when Mahomes got hurt. I and whatever. then we're looking at Saints, Panthers. Uh, I guess on. the Saints are probably locked into that three spot because uh they definitely are yeah.
1: because of um and they, they Washington don't have the tiebreaker or the either. Cowboys and yeah. the Giants.
0: But anyway. Other than that. I think that That's probably does it. it for the week 17 games. We're gonna have a uh, extensive playoff preview yes, probably coming on Monday or Tuesday. About. We're very excited. to Any get games that out in you this uh, week
1: 17 uh, slate that you're mostly excited about? I got mine that I have my finger on.
0: Mm, you go first then.
1: Uh, it's got to be the Rams and the Cardinals. That game means a lot.
0: In terms of meaning, yeah, sure. I mean, I uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Steelers Browns because. I would just love to see the Browns at home take down the Steelers. I don't care who's starting at quarterback for the Steelers. You take down your division dragon that you have to slay yeah, right. and then make the playoffs for the first and time. And then here's another years. one that
1: I think that we both kind of talked about a, l- a little bit at length. The Bills and the Dolphins are going to be a game, too. Yeah, so I'm excited to see Packers Tua, Bears.
0: Tua in a high-pressure situation. Yeah, no, they're definitely, you know, I think this is probably the best Week 17 action we've had in a long time. I
1: think once you get to the witching hour of the 1 o'clocks and the 4 o'clocks, it's going to get... Witching hour, of course, if you're you a red know, zone guy.
0: You know what? It's probably... It's going to
1: get pretty interesting.
0: It's pr- You can probably say... You know, like I just said, I think this is the most exciting Week 17 we've had in a long time, probably because of the extra playoff spot.
1: Uh, there are a lot of teams that well, are. For all right, j- just for the sake of now that you bring that up, what would be different
0: in terms of in terms of if what? there was, if
1: there were 16... Yeah, no,
0: I mean, I mean, the Colts it, would yeah, probably you're, be done. you're you're absolutely right. I mean, the, it would
1: be uh, the Cardinals might the be done. The AFC
0: would still be the same mumble jumble that it is right now. But with that being said, I think probably for years to come, we're going to keep seeing. Division's seven, division here to stay. In, no, seven is here to stay. Yeah. The the seventeen game schedule is to be talked about later.
1: But again I think that's might be in next couple of years. Yeah, I
0: think they're discussing it in the off season. I don't remember. But I anyway, think that's
1: kind of silly, but we could talk about that another time.
0: I mean, so yeah, I, I, I just think that we're gonna we're gonna have playoff races coming down to week seventeen and for for future. And, which is fun, which is awesome. I mean, because usually week seventeen is that is that chalk week that everything's set and you know who's making the playoffs. I also and a part. There's another
1: thing. There's always a team or two that it's like, and obviously, and we've seen this. And the NFL is so much parody, but at, at the same time, it's happened year in year out. We're like the one seed always. Yeah, kind of figures their way out. But it would have been a shame for two of these teams that are battling for an AFC playoff spot to miss it. Yeah, and.
0: Well and you know I think the seven I wasn't very happy about the seven the there was I, I, I team, liked but, the two
1: buys yeah i but I, it's I, it's definitely growing, I mean we'll see it we'll see it in practice in a week, but
0: yeah, well, uh, I think it'll make wild card weekend a lot more exciting yeah. because traditionally wild card weekend is you know,
1: mm.
0: I love football, so not boring, not but, boring, but you know not not as many high quality matchups as there could be definitely not. but regardless we will be coming to you guys probably on monday, monday or with, Tuesday, with a uh, uh, monday, yeah, yeah. With, with a full playoff preview podcast and we'll see you guys then yeah, that's probably going to do it for episode 2 of the throw it deep podcast enjoy your week 17 thank you very much for listening everyone